0: Hi there, thanks for tuning in to the g Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts, by car enthusiasts. Welcome to February. Hopefully the groundhog doesn't see its shadow, so we can get to the spring weather, which means proper driving weather, as soon as possible. Of course, this mainly applies to folks living in those areas that actually get a real winter. So here's the deal. I know this is quite late into the winter season for many, but given that there is a risk of having an extended winter if the groundhog sees its shadow, and also with the fact that the east coast is supposed to be dealing with tons of snow early this week, I thought it would be a good idea for me to chime in about what I think are key items to have on a winter car, as well as some nice to haves. Now I should clarify. I actually do have at least a little bit of winter and snow driving experience, having spent multiple winter seasons navigating icy, snowy, slushy roads. I've also had a few hiccups while driving in this weather, so hopefully I can share some lessons that I've learned. Now when it comes to winter driving, there are two key areas to focus on. The driver and the car. Personally, I think the driver is the most important part even though the car does most of the interacting with the winter roads. Here's my logic. You can put a winter driving idiot into the best winter prep car and I bet they'd still figure out a way to end up in the ditch on the side of the road or crashing through several mailboxes. As a driver navigating winter roads, which in this case we'll define as either having snow, ice, or slush, The most important thing you can do as a driver is to be patient and not rush. Ice and snow make driving surfaces slick, and as a result, sudden changes in steering or throttle don't really work. Relax, take your time, go slowly, and leave space behind the car in front. Tied to this, don't panic while driving. Again, sudden changes to acceleration or steering rarely help and can often lead to disastrous results. Also, make sure to brake early and with less force. Brakes are more likely to lock up. This is when the wheels stop spinning. They're more likely to lock up again in these slick conditions with too much brake pressure. Now, related to patients, Make sure to budget more time for driving and for car prep on all of your journeys. With car prep, this is what I think. It takes a few minutes to clear the snow from your windows and mirrors on your car before you set off. Make sure they're clear enough so you can see out of. Of course, this really only applies to if your car was parked outside during a snowstorm, but nonetheless, make sure you have good visibility before you set off. And because you're going to be patient and a relaxed driver from point one, you're probably not going to be driving as quickly as on the same trip that you would have made but in the summertime. Budget in some more time for the total drive. If you stick to these two points, you're already in a much better spot when it comes to driving. Now, let's dive into the fun stuff. The car talk. Winter car prep rule number one, make sure to have the appropriate tires installed on your car. Outside of the adjustments you make to your driving style, using the appropriate winter or all season tires makes the most noticeable change to driving in the winter. I'd for sure recommend against driving on summer tires, no matter your car, if you plan to drive it in any snowy weather at all. Summer tires are made of a harder tire compound that do well in driving over warm to hot pavement, but are rock hard in the winter cold pavement. With that, also stay away from racing semi-slicks. They won't work at all, as they're just summer tires with less tire tread. Ironically, this makes them much grippier on the dry summer drives. For snow and slush, All season tires are the minimum I recommend. They're made of a softer tire compound than the summer tires and have a tread designed for wicking away condensation from the road. The best tires for winter though are winter tires, as the name implies. They're made of the softest tire compound of the three, so they can grip cold snowy roads much better. They also have a tread pattern specifically designed to deal with snow and ice. While winter tires are the best in winter, they do wear out quickly in the summer. So therefore you do want to swap them out for an all season or a summer tire when it comes to summer. In this case, all seasons are a medium good choice for summer driving and for winter driving. So they're good for those who don't want to have multiple sets of tires for their car. But of course, just a reminder, with winter tires or even with all season tires, you can still spin out if you're not patient and you're not careful when driving. And this is especially true if you're a young driver trying to be a drift king in a front wheel drive Honda Accord. Ask me how I know. Okay. So you've got the right set of tires. What's next? Make sure to always have gas in your car. My recommendation is always having more than half a tank of gas. In case you do get into a situation where you're in your car for a while, it's good to have plenty of gas in your car to make sure you don't run out and get stranded. While you're filling up your gas, make sure to top off your windshield wiper fluid and if you're driving an older BMW, make sure to top off the blinker fluid too. Final necessity: keep winter gear in your car. That includes a brush to wipe off the snow from your car when you park it outside. Make sure to also wipe off the snow from your hood, your roof, and the trunk before you set off. If it flies off your car, it can smash through the windshield of someone else's car, and that's a terrible thing to have happen. Also. Keep jumper cables in your car. These should always be in your car, regardless of the time of the year, so they should just stay there. A nice addition to keep is a shovel to help dig cars out of the ditch. Make sure to have winter gloves, jackets, maybe a spare pair of boots if needed. You basically want to be able to survive several hours in the cold in case you do get stuck or in case you need to dig your car out of the snow. It also doesn't hurt to keep an energy bar too, just in case you need some emergency calories. Those are my must-haves. So let's shift into the nice-to-haves on a car for the winter. First up, a manual transmission. Why? Because save the manuals. And, of course, because race car. But actually, with the manual you have a bit more control over how the power gets sent to your wheels. Being able to have control over which gear you're in can really help maintain traction in slippery conditions. The next thing I'd like to have is a four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive car. Contrary to popular belief, this is definitely not a necessity, nor is it the most important thing for a winter car. A front-wheel drive or even a rear-wheel drive car with snow tires will work fine. The all-wheel drive system does help though in stickier messier situations. And also the most successful rally cars have four-wheel drive so race car yo. Another nice to have would be a car that's not super low to the ground. Part of it is I don't want to be a snow plow. But more importantly I want to be able to fit snow chains on the car for those trips up the mountains. Final want? A good heating system. Maybe this should be a necessity? Anyway, these final two wants write out the idea of me hailing a Lamborghini Murcielago in the winter, because that was definitely the obvious choice otherwise. If I put all this together, this is my perfect winter machine. A patient driver, me, who budgets plenty of time to drive, behind the wheel of a car with winter tires, a full tank of gas and wiper fluid, and a windshield scraper and shovel in the back. The car? A 2004 Porsche 996 Turbo S with the 1-inch lift kit. Yup, it's not an off-the-shelf solution but rather a 17-year-old sports car with aftermarket rally-inspired suspension. Anyway, back to reality. These are my tips and tricks for driving in the winter. What am I missing? Any other advice you want to share with the G-Force community? Let us know on Twitter, at g Podcast.